You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. On in to the latest edition of the Off Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined by the head honcho, Mike Conti. And Mike, it was a very, very busy weekend, not just in the A, but all over the United States with a busy, busy sports weekend, NFC, AFC Championship game, Hawks getting ready for their West Coast swing, and uh, Lenny United even had their first broadcast. And then where we need to begin. And we're going to begin by taking it back. We're going to start by taking it back. Let's go Friday around, I'm going to say 6.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Dukes and Bell, we're on the air wrapping up a Friday show. Fun show from Buckhead Butcher Shop. Everything's going well. We're actually in the middle of making our picks we had moved it back. We usually do our NFL picks at 420, but uh, we had a guest, so we moved it back to 620. And uh, this is how it plays out on the air. So Squid, Bo Morgan, is in the middle of making his picks. And then Mike, he literally stops talking. And I'm sure Carl and Mike were sort of looking at each other. I was back at the studio, so I couldn't see what was going on. But we were all kind of like, are you okay, Bo? And he's like, uh, well, we have some breaking news. So I pot down the NFL bed music, radio term, basically just meaning I shut it off. And he announces to the great uh, state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta and our entire listening audience that the Falcons found their new defensive coordinator. Now, Mike, this is especially interesting because of the timing. Usually you don't get these types of announcements at 6.30 p.m. on a Friday. Usually, only bad news. Yeah. You only really get bad news. At that right. Time. They call it a Friday news dump in the industry when a team or a player will sort of float news out there at the end of the week when people don't have really a chance to respond. So, Mike, what, first of all, what did you make of the move? And second of all, what did you make of the timing of it? It was a little interesting. What did I make of the move? Uh, I had to go on Wikipedia and figure out who <laughs> Ryan Nielsen was. Me too. Uh, I'm I, I, a little bit embarrassed to say I, I didn't know much about him prior to Friday night. Um, you know, some of the names that we had heard kind of linked to the job, like Vic Fangio and Steve Wilkes, you know who those guys are, obviously. Sure. Ryan Nielsen kind of came out of left field. Uh, you know, as far as the timing is concerned, I, I mean, I think the Falcons probably – would have preferred that the timing be a little bit different. But my guess is, Chris, that I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing that Nielsen may have been courted by someone else 
And the Falcons may have felt like, okay, if this is our guy, we need to accelerate things. We need to get this done. Because otherwise, I'm with you. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to announce good news on a Friday night at 630. Usually, the Falcons very carefully choreograph. Like when they announced the Arthur Smith and Terry Fondo hirings, I, I feel like those happened like 10 or 11 in the afternoon on a weekday you know, where they can capitalize on having control of the news cycle. The other thing, too, is um, everything okay over there? Yeah, this is uh, the perks of living in Midtown, Mike. It's 24-7. <laughs> There's between dogs barking. Real quick aside before we get back to this while we're enjoying the lovely sirens behind us. Um, I appreciate the hustle from this gentleman, but I do live very close to a prominent theater in the city of Atlanta, being the Fox mm-hmm. Theater. And there's a gentleman that during the winter and the fall, during every, before and after every single show, plays a trumpet as loud as he possibly can. Yep. And gets and tries to get some tips. And Mike, it sounds like he's playing it from right outside of my window. He is at Hawks games too. Uh, When I walk out of Hawks games, he's usually right very near where I park or at least he sounds like he's very near where I park like I think he's got a, a he louder, like a, some kind of amplifier on that trumpet I know exactly who you're talking about he plays a lot of modern songs uh you know a lot of hip-hop a lot of uh you know pop music a lot of rock music so I know exactly who you're talking about that can be a little bit troublesome if you're trying to get to sleep but then again, the city lifestyle is the city lifestyle. Like it, in some ways, I kind of envy you. I, I wish I, I had that that city lifestyle that you have, where I could just walk to work. Yeah, um, I'm, but I'm, anyhow, dueling, I'm dueling between the sounds of Bob Rathman trying to call a game and this guy <laughs> playing. That's the background of a bunch of my weeknights. So welcome to Atlanta. I, I yeah. mean, I, I I kind of think that's endearing. But anyhow, so back to the timing of the Falcons thing. Um, you know, the other thing that that kind of made the timing a little less than ideal, not only, it, it, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't take for granted that the people listening to us or watching us really know what we're talking about with that Friday night news dump. The reason why so many organizations try to release bad news at six o'clock on a Friday night is they know that on the weekend, there's typically not going to be the same amount of live talk and analysis programming on TV and radio. Uh, you have, you know, your weekday crews out for the weekend in most cases. Um, you know, TV stations are, are showing play-by-play sports or movies. Radio stations are doing something differently. So a lot of times they try to get that news out on a Friday night with the hopes that by the time everyone comes back on Monday morning, it's old news and you don't talk about it as much. Um, not only do the Falcons kind of... Um, fall into that Friday night news cycle trap, but they also did it on conference championship weekend where all the attention in the NFL was going to be cast upon, um, you know, the NFC and AFC championships. This is the reason, in my opinion, why the Dallas Cowboys fired their offensive coordinator during the Eagles 49ers game on Sunday. You know, they kind of wanted to, to sneak that into the news cycle while everyone was paying attention to something else. Oh, look over there. Look over there. The Eagles and 49ers are playing. By the way, we're, we're going to fire Kellen Moore. So I I have to think, Chris, there, there had to have been a reason why the Falcons did it this way, how it timed out this way. Um, 
And maybe, and frankly, I think this could be a good thing, maybe Ryan Nielsen was really in demand. And there was another team knocking on his door, and Nielsen needed some assurances uh, before he would take another interview. So uh, the challenge today for the crew at 92.9, outside of Dukes and Bell and John Chuckery, is mixing the balance between talking about the NFC and AFC championship games and big news for the local team. So as a brand manager, what are your expectations for the coverage? You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Well, I, I mean, I, I, again, I, I think what's top of mind, at least this morning as we record this, is the conference championship games, and, and now we know what the Super Bowl matchup is. And I would hope our shows would dedicate most of their time today on that and also look forward to what's coming up over the next couple nights, which is, you know, a Hawks West Coast trip. I mean, I, Chris, we've talked about this. I never want to tell our shows what they need to talk about. I want to be very hands-off. I want our shows to talk about what they want to talk about. Um, I want our shows to entertain their listeners in a way that they feel will be most entertaining. Um, half the radio station was at a wedding in Charlotte over the weekend. Yeah. I want to hear them talk about that on the air. Um, you know, I thought Abe Gordon made a really good point today about there are some etiquette issues that come up during weddings. How much can you drink at, you know, if you're going to have a, Service at 1.30 in the afternoon and the reception goes all the way to 10 p.m. How do you pace yourself? What's the etiquette uh, when it comes to talking to women uh, if you're single at a wedding? It, like, I actually kind of like hearing some of that stuff. I'm not saying that the Ryan Nielsen story is old news. I think John and Hugh did a good job of, of just getting their general thoughts out about it. But until we actually hear from Ryan Nielsen, and I haven't seen anything about a press conference being scheduled, to me, I think that story is on the back burner today. If I were putting a show together, uh, you know, I'm starting with the AFC and NFC Championship, particularly the AFC Championship, particularly some of the controversies that arose from the AFC Championship and NFC Championship, because that affects the Falcons and anyone who likes the NFL, regardless if you're a Chiefs or an Eagles fan. The officiating was awful yesterday. I think we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Um, so... I'm never going to tell our shows what to do. I want them to to feel like they have the freedom to cover the topics that they want to cover. But if I were putting a show together today, Ryan Nielsen would be in the headlines, but I don't think we'd be spending a lot of time on it today. It's so funny you mentioned the note about Abe Gordon and his trip. That's why I love sports radio, because you you can go anywhere for an opinion on sports, but you stay and you come back because you fall in love with the personalities on the show exactly. and then mixing in their life and their stories in between. Like everyone tunes in for Mike and Carl to talk about guy talk and their weekends and, you know, Mike's fast food of the day and things like that. So I totally agree that Abe uh, mentioning his shenanigans. And I believe Andy Bunker said on the air, he had a specific mission for Abe. I'm uh, curious to see when Andy comes back on Tuesday what he divulges about his success or failure. I, I think we can <laughs> guess. I think we can guess what the mission was. 
<laughs> probably guess on the success rate and uh, spoiler alert. Probably. Uh, oh boy. Uh, uh.